0: Welcome to Voices and Visions as well as Directors Club. Yes, it's another crossover bonus episode because I have a guest that I know all fans of both podcasts will enjoy. Uh, there's a lot happening in the near future, potentially some good interviews coming my way. Fingers crossed that they pan out. But in the meantime, I have an interview here that is really going to excite you if you are a movie fan and if you are a... In the city of Chicago. And if you love going to repertory screenings, uh, 70 millimeter, 35 millimeter, and of course 16 millimeter, um, it's all here at uh, the wonderful Music Box Theater in Chicago, Illinois. And it is by far my favorite movie theater that I've ever been to. Um, <laughs> there was a time when. I went to Austin and said, "Well, Alamo Draft House, look out!" But not, not, not the case anymore. It's all about the Music Box. Uh, certainly, there are other theaters in the area that I frequent, um, but the, the the one I'm always most excited for in terms of content that is being offered is by far the Music Box. There, the, nothing even comes close. Uh, the Siskel Center is great. There's um, a, a wonderful multiplex in Evanston that I, I go to. There's just there's a lot, but honestly, it's just it's a thrill to welcome um, a very special guest, a guest that came my way and I could not pass it up. Uh, Ryan O'Strike, who is the general manager of the Music Box Theater, and he is certainly he plays a big role in helping uh with film festivals of many kinds including the one that i'm going to be covering soon enough and hopefully uh former directors club co-host patrick ripple will also be joining me for that we'll see um but it is the cinepocalypse film festival it's the sophomore year there's going to be nine world premieres um Lana Wachowski is going to be there. There's a lifetime achievement award for Ernest Dickerson, and a ton of titles. We could not even get to them all, but we tried to cover some of the highlights. Even though there's many, many more that we didn't get to. Um, a couple things I wanted to bring up here at the top is that um, at the Sin Apocalypse, '80s all over. Uh, it's a great podcast. Is they're going to be at the Sin Apocalypse. There's going to be a live recording with special guest Jonah Ray, um, and Drew and Scott Weinberg are going to both be there. That's, pretty, that's a pretty big deal for a, a movie podcast uh, geek like myself, and um, it, it gives me a chance to catch up with Scott in, in person and thank him for all his hard work, and uh, it, it's going to be a, a really interesting experience to have them there. And speaking of podcasts, uh, the Music Box Theater themselves, which I will link to in the show notes, newts in the show notes, um, has a podcast of their own. That's true. The Music Box Theater has a podcast to let you know about all the events coming up and all the great screenings. And um, they have many guests, and they talk a lot. Uh, and Ryan is included in that, of course, being the general manager. So I will link. In the show notes, um, the Music Box Theater podcast, which I highly recommend you subscribe to, particularly if you're in the Chicago area, and even if you're not in the Chicago area, don't pass this episode up. We have a great discussion, Ryan and I, uh, in general, about film um, and what it, what it, what it's like to run, you know, a film festival, as well as being. In charge of the greatest movie theater in Chicago. So there's a lot here that I think you're going to enjoy, and hopefully you will. Please visit nowplayingnetwork.net. There's a lot of great content coming out from a lot of great podcasts. I believe supporting characters will be returning. Uh, hopefully, Tracks of the dam will as well. Uh, Pierce Cinema Podcast, Drinking at the Movies, Fresh Perspective, Directors Club. Oh, boy. There's so many. Movie Madness, Vinyl Emergency. The list goes on and on and on. And, you know, I think I'm happy with with the number of shows that are there, the the kinds of shows that are there. There's something there for everybody if you are into pop culture and entertainment. And um, if I were to add anything in the near future, it would be something completely different. It would be like a relationship advice podcast. It would be, I don't know, I just want to throw in something that, uh, you know, stands out and potentially could, you know, uh, have a completely different audience than what we're used to. But I'm very excited. We've gotten a lot of emails lately. uh, And I really appreciate all the support. And I really appreciate you continuing to subscribe and listen to Voices and Visions, even if the episodes are sporadic. I'm basically just doing it as, as as the interviews preven- present themselves. So, instead of like a weekly show or bi-weekly show or a monthly show or kind of making those usual promises when it comes to scheduling because of how busy I am, I decided, well, I'm just going to put out an episode whenever, you know, I have something to share. And I really do have something special to share with you right now. Here is my illuminating conversation with Ryan O'Strike of the Music Box Theater. <laughs> Hi everybody and welcome to Voices and Visions. I am Jim Laskowski and of course um, I am sitting in the offices of my favorite movie theater in the entire country. It is a true honor to be here at the historic venue which
1: is the Music Box Theater with the general manager Mr. Ryan Ostrike. Hi Jim. Hi listeners. Thanks for having me. Very excited to be on this podcast and I'm humbled that you were like hey I want to talk to you and talk about your programming. Um and sorry our offices I'm sure you had maybe higher expectations
0: <laughs> of how I expected movie reels everywhere no uh,
1: I can show you the booth there's oh, well, movie reels all everybody loves the booth the they tour. think that's cool yeah, I should probably um, have the but tour. our office as you can tell is a little all over the place uh, somewhat it organized full of a lot of history and yeah uh, it's and not pretty a lot pretty. of wires <laughs> and yeah Yes a lot of wires <laughs> a lot of books a lot of papers a lot of crap on desks I'm sorry <laughs>
0: (laughs) (laughs) um
1: i know you listeners can't see it but um i would never put this in a tour for you i would just show you the booth and maybe the balcony uh because that's what everybody cares about absolutely
0: Um, so the first thing i want to ask before we go into obviously the main topic of conversation which of course is the sin apocalypse film festival i needed to ask because i asked this pretty much every guest but was there a lightning bolt kind of moment in your life an epiphany um a film or a series of films in your childhood or adolescence that just turned you into a film fan for life
1: um, yeah it was it was uh, I was in um, high school mm-hmm. um, maybe sophomore year and my mom finally got us a DirecTV dish nice I don't remember which one some some satellite right we had never mm-hmm. had anything right I grew up Without a lot of luxuries. Um, But I went to the video store a lot. Of course. I ran a lot of movies. Anyway, so with this first three-month package, we got every movie channel you could ever imagine. And so I was in heaven. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And it was... uh, I was... I can't remember what channel I was watching. Maybe it was Sundance Channel or IFC Channel or one of those, you know, kind of indie channels. And I had not really watched foreign movies. Um, Mm -hmm. That wasn't really a thing. I just pretty much stuck to America. And this movie called Cinema Paradiso came on. um, Which... Yeah. I had never seen a sort of a movie about movies or the love of movies, mm-hmm. so I never like had this like feeling about why I loved movies so much. Like I, I just loved movies, right? Course, I went to yeah. movies all the time, but this movie spoke to me, like literally. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I wasn't the kid. I'm not Alfredo in any of those ways, but it just spoke to me, and it was like, whoa, movies can do so much. Yeah, and this one basically pretty much cemented uh, my love of cinema and also finally opened that door to foreign, right? Because it was sure, never sure. opened before, uh, which then I went, I went kind of crazy. I mean, I was watching a lot of movies during those three months, and of course, we didn't get to keep any of those channels. Uh, but Cinema Paradiso was the one for me. That's nice. That's a great
0: choice, yeah. I always talk about Pump Up the Volume as kind of being the film for me because clearly talk radio and being an angst-ridden teenager at the time, like... Yeah, it's Christian Slater, but still, it was it was like a really effective movie for that period of time in my life, and I'm forever forever grateful for it.
1: Uh, speaking of, we which, should play that film, by the way.
0: It's yeah, I was just gonna say it's that. A lot of fun. <laughs> I was just gonna say that, and the reason for. I, I know the I've interviewed the director and he says he has a thirty five millimeter print stored away. That helps. Okay, so you're halfway there. You're halfway yeah, there for yeah. me booking
1: it. Yeah. So you should hi, ask. You, hey, listeners, if you want this thing booked, please comment. To, uh, oh, on, believe uh, me, so, I will spread the word left and right. It'll don't. Be but no, ever. no, you have to say you want it. Don't let him just bully his way around That's and true. say, "I this is my film." No, no, I, yeah. I'd like to hear from the mass.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, probably be all my friends. <laughs> but, That's fine. I want to hear from all your friends. <laughs> so yeah how did you um you know go flashing forward how did you get involved with um you know uh in general with the theater industry with uh you know film festivals and you know the, then
1: eventually uh here at the music box? so it's funny because i had all those movies and i was like watching all these movies and it was amazing mm-hmm. i was like man i got my like my level of my fix up really high um and so i needed more sure um and so i found out if you work at a movie theater you get free movies same, same so, reason why I worked at a video store. Oh my <laughs> goodness, did I go find a job at a movie theater that then I became a manager and turned out I was, I, I was pretty decent in operations and management nice. and all of those f- not fun things about working in a movie theater, you know, mm-hmm. like popcorn and facilities, right? But I could do it and I was pretty good and I was climbing the ladder at an AMC. Um, and then I realized I don't really like the corporate AMC thing right right? and I got to get out of this Mm -hmm. Um, and so a friend who again the free movie thing had told me to volunteer for my local International Film Festival Mm -hmm. because I get free movies right (sighs) yes so yes they I was volunteering for them and then I was like hey do you guys ever have job openings? Because I have all this experience and they just so happened to need a manager for their year round cinematech. So I was just in the right place at the right time. And then about a year later, or maybe it was two years later, somebody quit in their offices Hmm. and they just like looked around and they said, Hey, who wants this guy's job? And he was like assistant programmer and he was running all these like office administrative stuff. And I was like, of course I'm some young guy who's not going to say no to anything um and i just kept working my way up and i worked at the minneapolis st paul international film festival i actually ran it i ran a year-round cinematech there i worked at the denver film festival and the denver film society i ran the year-round cinematech there and i helped with their film festival Um, and then i wanted to get back to the midwest and the music box has an amazing reputation so when my friend, who used to be the GM, said, you should apply for this job, mm-hmm. um, I said, sure. And here I am. I'm in Chicago running a the theater. better for it. <laughs> um, I get to do the fun stuff, of course, that yeah. all of your listeners like to talk about. But I, part of the general manager job is all the other stuff, right? Sure. Like I can get a phone all call yeah. at 2 a.m. because something is broken. And I have to oh, go in and man. fix it. I mean, that's the not fun part of my job. Mm-hmm. But it's all worth it because I love the movies and I love – there's nothing better than like sitting with you – know, listeners, if you've been in the music box – sitting with all of you or maybe I'm on the balcony while you're all like hearing the overture to 2001 A Space Odyssey and you can yep. feel the rumble in the seats and everybody's experiencing it together. I love that moment. I just do. You know, I'm not interested in making movies. I'm not interested – in any of those other things but the but that ex- theatrical experience is what I really what I crave and kind of what I, I'm addicted to it maybe I don't know um, but I just love it that's and, a healthy
0: addiction in my opinion
1: <laughs> yeah and I've, I've I've been in the business now for 15 years
0: yeah it's the communal experience of going to the movies with a crowd that's just as every bit as enthusiastic as you are about what you're about to see or in the moment seeing it is just there's nothing like it I've always said it's, it is like my church you yeah, know no, it is my church I, Yeah, I,
1: I, I'm not a religious guy, but yeah. every Sunday I would be happily in a movie theater. Yeah, and you always got you
0: guys always have great matinees here available too yes. uh, on Sunday afternoons as well.
1: Yes, for um, those non-churchgoers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, is Phenomena coming up soon? Yeah, it's this weekend. Oh my gosh! So well, for I'm gonna, t- yeah, time dating this, it's um, uh, Saturday and Sunday, May twenty 20- something, twenty-six and 27. 26. Yeah, eleven yeah. thirty a.m. Yeah, it's a min- more of a midnight type program. At, you have to answer. Those um, nope, we don't okay. have to answer those <laughs> phone calls. Sorry for that interruption. No problem, listeners. Um, but it's eleven thirty a.m. You know, we had a little midnight type programming in the after- in for a mat- classic matinee. It's so um, some early, some really quick early memories. Um,
0: I'm, t- I'm trying to think. I don't know if you were here for when David Lynch presented
1: Inland Empire? Were I was not. I was in Minneapolis with David. Ah. So I was on his tour. I had him at the theater. He's amazing, <laughs> but I was not here in yes. this theater with David.
0: One of the most memorable Q&As I'll ever see. And yeah. of course, seeing that movie on the big screen was a complete mindfuck <laughs> in the best way.
1: Now, there's no other way to say it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, flashing forward, coming here um and saying i'm not going to any of the multiplexes i know they're showing it in the similar format but i'm coming to the music box to see the new tarantino movie thank you and the hateful eight was one of the best experiences i had too um
1: i mean we put up that screen yeah uh we had just installed brand new 7.1 dolby surrounds just for this film i mean we went all out we wanted your experience to be the best in the city of chicago um, and so we hope you enjoyed it. I, I sure did. I mean some people
0: have mixed feelings about the film, but I certainly love it and I cer- I think the experience added to that, you know. I mean uh, seeing seeing it at home is a completely different experience, even if you have the nicest T V in the world and great surround sound, there's just it nothing is. like it. Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah. yeah. Thanks
1: for coming out to those. Oh yeah. Uh, well,
0: I, I come out to a lot, and I at this point it's maybe it is an addiction. <laughs> but hey, uh, uh, it's I, shared. I, I absolutely yeah. I get excited about every festival that comes up here, and you know we got a good one coming up. Speaking of genres and probably things that Tarantino would be first in line to see. Absolutely. Um, the Cine Apocalypse Film Festival. Uh, so let's jump to the present. Uh, so it's now in its second year, and hey, number two. Yeah, uh,
1: June 21st to the 28th, but it, it did have a life before us, right? It was That's the Bruce true. Campbell Horror Film Festival, Correct. which was attached yeah. to Wizard World, which was out in Rosemont at the mm-hmm. Movie Co. Um, with Josh Goldblum as the artistic director of that, with, right. of course, Bruce. Um, yeah. And then when he, when Josh wanted to expand it and he wanted to get into Chicago proper, mm-hmm. um, he came to me and we created Apocalypse as a thing beyond horror right yeah uh, the genre in general and we expanded it from this just this little weekend um in movie code to a full week right um so that basically we could give genre fans so much more Um yeah and you know we have a lot to give so you know i i think it it was it was a great match and it, and josh is a hell of a programmer um and so he's got all sorts of ideas he is he's like a, t- a drip Or like a tap that you just can't turn off. (laughs) Um, He's always throwing me ideas. I'm getting texts at every hour of the day um, about more ideas. And I'm like, dude, the program's done. We're done uh let's talk about the movies now let's yeah them. You,
0: as somebody who you know puts things together you have to know when to say okay it's, it's done let's let's move on but be excited about what you have and there's so much to be excited about
1: um i mean, yeah, la- I mean la- where do you want to start it's hard to know where to start <laughs> I mean, we've got nine world premieres and then we have got yeah. a great selection of repertory what are you what are you interested in what story well, you want to hear my goodness
0: i mean there's so much to to get excited about including all the premieres including a lot of the curated films and you know certainly there's I, I think we can get excited just you know tying back to the conversation we had before we were recording uh, Bound is going to be playing here
1: yes and with Lana Wachowski is yeah. it Wachowski or is it Wachowski That's a good how do question. you say it I say Wachowski okay with <laughs> Lana Wachowski in person yes yeah. she is going to be here
0: me stealing has always been a lot like sex <laughs> two people who want the same thing they get in a room They start to plan, it's kind of like flirting. You're having second thoughts. I'm just making a point. I want to see the money. It's over two million dollars. Welcome to the family. You're amongst good people here.
1: I have a tattoo. Would you like to see it? These people are serious. Johnny! He's making too much noise! Here. Put it in his mouth! Caesar is gonna get the money. He's gonna bring it by the apartment. He's gonna count it. Where is it now? It's in a case on his desk. It's perfect. We've done some events here for Lana um, because she's just an amazing person and has ideas of films or her own stuff that she wants to show. And so when Cinepocalypse came around, I know she loves genre cinema. Of course, we should all assume that. I went to her, I said, hey, you want to be a guest curator? You want to like choose any films you want? And the problem was that she wasn't available until Wednesday. Ah. So there was going to be no way to allow her to go crazy in this mm-hmm. in, in her world of experience uh, discover uh, giving us discoveries of genre cinema right past so she said well how about this i have been really wanting to show my first film again nice. and revisit it with an audience and have a conversation about it i'm throwing pens around sorry <laughs> listeners okay and have a conversation it really about it and
0: excited of course uh, yes
1: it does get me excited um and having a conversation about bound and so why don't you show bound and i'll come and we'll have a we'll have a conversation on stage afterwards and i said that's amazing I want to yeah. do this and she said great okay that's that's what I want to do for Apocalypse." and I said done great uh, thank you that's amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me know what else you need uh, I'll make yeah. sure everything is set up for you so yes on Wednesday night of the festival June 27th at 7pm at the Music Box Bound with Lana Wachowski in person uh, we found a 35 millimeter print uh, it's in great condition um, it's going to be a conversation not to be missed and I'm super excited about it and that's just one of our repertory selections. Yeah. I mean, you want to hear about some other
0: ones? I sure do, because you um, got, uh, what, Ernest Dickerson's yeah, work? Yeah,
1: so Ernie Dickerson, yeah. uh, the, the man himself. I mean, d- it, listeners, if you don't know, look on his... Uh, IMDP. B- B- yeah, IMDb he's shot Page. some amazing films. Of course, his, his cinematography yeah. uh, is incredible. His his TV work is incredible. His films are great. So anyway, this is a dude who we love, um, and we were like, hey, we got to fet somebody this year. We got to give somebody a lifetime achievement award. Who should it be? Mm-hmm. And we went through some different names, and we had we always had Ernie on the list. Um, and then we were like, hey, let's just ask if he's available, right? And he was, yes. and he was very flattered to come out. And so we were like, yes. Woo-hoo. You're getting our lifetime achievement award. And can we do two films with you? And he's like, sure. So we're showing Demon Knight on 35mm on Saturday to 23rd. And then we're gonna have the actual award ceremony and presentation with his co- his co-written and directed film Juice. Which nice. is an amazing film. And we wanted to do Juice because it's the film closest to his heart. Right. Okay, he, yeah. He helped yeah. write it. Yeah. He knew those guys. I mean, it's that been a long time since I've seen it. And I, that conversation is going to be special. Yeah. It really I, I da- is. I can't, I, um, I can't wait for that. And so, so yeah, we, Ernest Dickerson, he's done a million things. And Demon things. Knight's
0: a whole lot of fun. It is, oh, yeah. it is totally like a, kind of like a, a John Carpenter movie, you know, with like the, the, the sort of, um, people trapped in, the, in, a, in, in, in one environment, like it's all in precinct 13 or something, and having to deal with all these outside uh, forces coming in, it's just it is such a good ride from beginning to end. And you have a really like hammy Billy Zane performance and William Sadler. It's it's just a bunch of great character actors throughout. It's it's really strong film. And like you mentioned, Juice is really personal, really special. And I haven't seen that in so long. To see that in the big screen is going to be a
1: real treat. It I is. have no doubt. I mean, come no on, doubt. guys, get out for this. I mean, you're gonna. I promise you, it's going to be great. It's going to sound great. It's going to look great. And Ernest Dickerson is going to be there. Um, talking about sounding great. How about Judgment Night? With yeah. With director Stephen <laughs> Hopkins in person. I mean, that, that film is going to, I mean, it's going to vibrate the seats. That soundtrack is still amazing. Oh, God, yeah. That's um, that's what I remember Stephen's the most. Amazing. He's a great dude. He, yeah. Um, you're going to be excited by his conversation I bet um, and that is also Saturday Night so you could make it a double feature you could do Double Demon Night and Judgment Night I think uh, I will um, you could make a night of it some kind yeah, of I, nice there. very good <laughs> uh, but yeah uh, and then uh, for those who just want to get silly and have some fun with a movie we, we have we have a singular 70 millimeter showing of Howard the Duck of course yeah on monday june 25th i know w- w- kind of random placement what how i i don't know but just 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 you know you know as a, as a movie theater as a programmer just trust us on this it one. has
0: it's super fun. A, a cult following
1: oh yeah and <laughs> they're strong on social
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and so, you know i remember seeing that kind of opening night with my mom and kind of being even as a kid bewildered by it like this is the weirdest thing i've seen and uh I don't know if I like it necessarily, but I think I was entertained by it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. Particularly
0: Jeffrey Jones once he uh, transforms and turns into a, a, an alien monster creature of some kind, if I recall. Yep. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it'll be fun. I think a lot of people have a, you know, a, a good time rewatching it. And, I think uh, what will be
1: unique is when I ask the question of the audience, and I, I love to do this anybody in here seeing this for the first time yeah oh my god yeah. I, I want I want to know what that per, <laughs> what that person's experience is gonna be like because it's gonna be different than everybody else's but they're probably gonna have the best time yeah um, you know you, c- you couldn't have done this back in the 80s um so yeah and, and I mean that's just some of our rep we've got a few more other rep titles but I'm really really stoked about this this repertory lineup because one of the things that makes the music box so special and you've talked about this is some of our classics yeah so mixing in the classics with the new stuff mm-hmm. right that's so important to me um, because I feel like um, our audience likes that they want to appreciate good cinema um, and then you mix it in with the new stuff and you get this ability to watch all the new together right. and really just sort of live in this world with us yeah so I'm, I'm just we had one it. of those we put it together for you. you know
0: I'm just one of those film nerds too that is every bit as excited for the new Paul Thomas Anderson movie as seeing something like the red shoes you know on on the big screen and I know there's there's a lot of opportunities to catch amazing work. I know you guys have you know jumping off of sin apocalypse really quickly very briefly but there's a Michael Curtis uh, retrospective coming up and there's so many amazing titles to look forward to for that. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan, and I was glad that Criterion actually released this fairly recently. The Breaking Point is kind yeah. of a uh, very underrated, underseen Michael Curtiz
1: film. Yeah, and it's so actually I will be one there. of Alan Rohde's, who's the guy who wrote the biography on Curtiz, who will be out here on Curtiz weekend, Whoa. June 9th the 10th. If you guys have ever been to our Film Noir Festival or, or Noir City, um, Alan Rohde is a historian of film and writer and all this sort of stuff, and he's also part of the foundation. Hmm. He's He wrote a Curtiz book. It was his idea to bring the Curtiz book to us with an event. We we're like, let's make a whole series of it. So yeah. he's yeah. going to be with us on that opening weekend. And he specifically said breaking point has to be in there. I mean, Curtiz nice. is 170. Yeah. Credit. So I like know. when we were only going to choose like eight or 10, he was like, hey, guys, these are the ones. Put my breaking point yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. Or elsewise. I was like, okay. okay. All right. <laughs> Alan.
0: We, That's we, a great we, ultimatum.
1: We respect you, sir. We do. We love you. Yeah. Um, so, yes. We've we we um, yeah we've got a Curtiz series June 8th and 9th. And then it, it is our classic matinees all the way through August. Um, so, if you like Michael Curtiz or any of this, uh, Silence. All of it's on 35. Uh, Silence or everything else. Uh, and, that is and, a must-see. And, and we've got a Curtiz Instant Apocalypse. Because this man has touched everything. And we've got Dr. X. That's right. Dr. I X. I didn't forget. It's horrifying. It's got necrophilia. It's two-tone Technicolor, <laughs> so it looks creepy and eerie because it's not quite black and white. Um, it will shock you. You'll be sh- you'll be amazed. You're like 1932. This movie got made. Whoa! What yeah. the hell were they doing back then? But. Dr. X is going to be a hell of a time, and it's Instant Apocalypse. Um, Thank goodness. I, I guess I'm bringing it back for you. Well,
0: that was great. <laughs> Perfect. Way to, way to segue. But also, um, you know, opening night, obviously, you guys have a lot of great premieres, a lot of great films that people, I'm sure, will be excited to see. Uh, the Domestic sounds really interesting, just based on, like, it's Mad Max meets The Purge, and I'm all for that. Um, and you got Lance Reddick in the cast and yeah. a lot of great people. So well,
1: well, we're trying to get Lance out. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> I mean, right now, the Director Nelson is coming out we're talking to Tyler Hoechlin and Kate Bosworth to come out as well. Mm. And Lance has said he's, he's interested in coming. So we're still finalizing the guests, but yes, come see the domestics. It It, it is. It's a, it's a harrowing thriller. You're going to love it. it. It will shock you. Um, it is our opening night. Just the best way to kick it off. And of course, it's the kind of big relaunch of Orion Pictures, which I think we've right. all probably seen a few Orion yeah. movies. You know, Robocop, of Bill course. and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Uh, the original Terminator was Orion mm-hmm. Pictures. Well, they've got a new deal with MGM, and they're kind of launching it here with us, with the domestics, before this film hits, hits the rest of the country. And that is going to be a really special night. And that's just one world premiere. Wow. One. Right? We got eight more. There's so many. Okay. Here's another good one for you. If you guys love Blumhouse, you Mm -hmm. know, producers of Get Out. Of course. um, They gave us a world premiere called Boogeyman Pop. I can't wait to get the fuck out of this town. My family's just... Um, James Paxton which is Bill Paxton's son right, yeah. and it involves all the elements of crazy horror that you love with mm-hmm. a great soundtrack very punk uh, metal thrash metal soundtrack and I think people are gonna really really enjoy that and James Paxton is gonna be out there um, this filmmaker Brad Elm Brad McElmore is somebody to look out for he's he's gonna be coming up I promise it you. it says
0: that, yeah punk rock filmmaking at its finest yeah, okay again. You, I'm on You board. should come.
1: That's an, a world premiere that I think it, people are going to be super super excited about. And then we've got some local stuff. So I don't know how oh, many sure. of your listeners are in the Chicago area. Um, but we got some local films. We've got Secret Popo. Um, which is a locally made kind of what-the-fuck type movie, can I swear?
0: Oh, no, yeah, please okay.
1: do. Yeah, it's uh, like a <laughs> what-the-fuck type movie, but it's really good. I know, actually am it.
0: friends with uh, one of the directors, Sean Pierce. He's a great, great guy. Yeah, and he's going to be, be here. Yeah.
1: Um, we also have this film called Gags, uh, which was technically shot up in Green Bay, but it's got a lot of local connections here in Chicago. But if you guys remember a couple of summers ago, that whole clown mania that yeah. was happening where yeah. clowns were randomly showing up, they actually did that as a publicity stunt to use in this found footage horror, docu- horror, horror, horror film called Gags. And oh it boy, is good! I I'm gonna hang out with these dudes all week because they're <laughs> amazing. This these, this uh, filmmaker producer couple, uh-huh. um, and I just can't wait to talk to them. Clown
0: exploitation, eggs
1: It's yes, it's gonna be <laughs> amazing. And that's Tuesday night. Right. And that's another local. Uh, we have got this film called Empathy Inc. Uh, the local producer on that was shot in New York, but local producer. That's a really amazing like work of what they did with no budget oh. so like if you if you guys are fans of like no budget filmmaking but I'm not talking that this is bad there's no way this is bad this is not like oh you can see the line of this thing or oh the prosthetics are really cheap or oh the acting's bad no 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 this is like, like uh, El Mariachi right where you're just like I can't believe they made such a good film for such a low budget. Wow. It's that type of low budget, um, pr- amazing film So, Empathy, Inc. is great. That's on Sunday afternoon. Uh, we also have a wait further instructions. This one I'm M- very M- interested I. in because, M- again... the Media is local. Yeah. Um, the, or, or Dark Sky. Um, but it is a British film. Um, and, I mean, you're excited about this film? Oh,
0: yeah, because it's like, again... Whoever writes these up does a great job, and you know certainly um, saying it's Black Mirror with a little John Carpenter adapted into a VHS board game and wrap it up into a satirical Christmas movie package—that is as good of a description as it can be. Yep, like I'm I'm on board 100% for this.
1: I think you're going to like this movie. I think I I am. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. Um, So wait for the instructions. That's Friday night. We also have this one called Hover, Mm. which is with drones. Uh, It's weird. (laughs) Um, But Cleopatra Coleman, if you watch um, Last Last Man Man on on Earth, Earth. uh, she's going to be here. She co-wrote it, co-produced it, and stars in it. She sounds awesome. Can't wait to meet her. That's another world premiere. Um, What else do we have for world premieres? Uh, Oh, we've got... Um, film called Malicious. Uh, filmmakers are going to be here for that. Mm. Uh, another film called Russian Bride. Uh, filmmakers will be there for that. Um, oh, and then The Appearance, which you, a Game of Thrones fans? Yeah, of course. You are. Mm-hmm. So you know Hoder. Yep. Okay. <laughs> That's exciting. Christian Nairn. Yeah. He does do, well, actually, what I did not know about Hoder, mm-hmm. he's a really famous DJ. Really? I mean, I, famous. I had no idea. The dude packs big concert halls. Huh. Just for his DJ work. I got to look him up, then. Yeah. Um, i was very pleasantly surprised by that but it was awesome. um anyway uh zombie infused family drama so the appearance Mm. you're gonna like the appearance hoder's in it so Ah, game of thrones come see that that's a world premiere it's on wednesday night june 27th uh we are trying to get hoder out but dude stuff's hard <laughs> yeah nothing's ever just easy to do in this business i mean you just keep asking for things and you're like you want to come out to my festival yes i do okay well then like how do we make that oh talk to my publicist talk to my agent talk to my manager talk mm-hmm. to this person then you, you know, got I mean, so many emails bouncing oh, back and forth <laughs> yeah, you can't even keep up with the chain and yeah when they put like eight other people on the chain and just like Sigh. i'm never gonna get this done but anyway So you also got something something very
0: interesting that I think kind of stands out in that it it seems like a, you know, a, a documentary perhaps about a famous comedian that everybody knows and loves, a famous comedic actor, I should say, Mr. Bill Murray.
1: Okay, yes.
0: Uh, (laughs) I'm like, whoa, this is cool.
1: The the Bill Murray Stories, Life Lessons from a Mythical Man. Uh, Josh, our artistic director, saw it at South By and just loved it. So it doesn't exactly fit, per se, into the rest of this lineup in terms of what genre is. But who cares? This is just amazing. I'm sure everybody Um, that comes to this is a Bill Murray fan. Yes. And and we've seen Bill in horror and comedy and sci-fi and and all these sort of things. And we love Bill. So why not have this amazing little documentary in Mm -hmm. the festival? Because there's... Bill Murray fans are everywhere. Um, And so we hope you, Bill Murray fans, listening, uh, come out on Saturday afternoon at 3.30 because you're going to love it. And Um, and if you're a
0: Bill Murray fan, maybe you're a Chris Elliott fan as well.
1: Ooh, nice segue.
0: (laughs) Clara's Ghost sounds interesting in that... um, uh, yeah, it starts Chris Elliott and his real life wife.
1: Yep, and da- and directed and written by his daughter Bridie, or right? Brid- 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 right, Bridley or Bridie. Bri- Bridie. Bridie. Yeah, um, and it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I, I um, bet. I bet
0: with that. With it's with a him surprise
1: on little film. I'll be honest with you. You you you'll go in thinking uh, you know what this is going to be. Nope, you're going to be surprised. Okay. Um, Good. But yeah, that's got a couple of show times because we liked that film. It's uh, nice. going to play on Monday and it's going to play again on. Um, on, oh, on Sunday and Monday. So you know you can uh, you can check out Clara's Ghost, um, which uh, I'm glad to know you're a Chris Elliott fan. I am a big. Fan. I
0: would even defend Cabin Boy. Would you like to buy a monkey? <laughs> oh hell yeah! Why not?
1: I remember seeing Cabin Boy in theaters. I mean, I was much younger and probably had a more juvenile sense of thinking. Yeah, um, yeah, So I probably liked it even more, and you know, might cringe at myself back then. But it's still fun.
0: If you want to show a, a Get a Life marathon here at the Music Box, I'll be first in line. Okay. All right. Making a, a little note here. So there's a very there's a t- Okay, well, I, I have to bring this one up because of the very long title. Uh, seven Stages to Achieve Eternal Bliss by Passing Through the Gateway Chosen by the Holy Storch. What?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kate Micucci, Sam Sam uh, Huntington, Huntington a star in this kind of weird occult Kind of horrific comedy. Taiki Taiki Watiti, uh, mm-hmm. watiti yeah. is in it. It's by Spectre which is Elijah Wood's company that brought you like, oh, um, right. yeah. uh, they brought you Greasy Strangler and uh, a couple other which just mm-hmm. really
0: weird movies. Did, the Maniac remake. I think. Yep, Maniac.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, they made just a weird, crazy film that you're mm. gonna laugh at and just be shocked by. And uh, yeah, it's and got they a lot of a great... stupidly long title, and I only refer to it as Seven Stages. Okay, that's fine um, because I <laughs> yeah, can't probably. say everything. So. If you're wondering what that long title is just refer to it as seven stages and a lot of
0: funny cameos from great comedians it seems as oh, well
1: oh yeah. yeah I mean this this is a chock full cast I don't probably you know probably it's like Elijah's like got connects or whoever would put the like, put this together as well, I like, think you so know, hey we yeah. don't have a bit part in my movie
0: Right. <laughs> you know. And I'm also I'm hearing a lot of advanced buzz about this new Puppet Master movie. Oh, like it's supposed oh. to be really good and really disgusting.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> it's something else. I haven't seen it. I just been I got all the breakdown from people who saw it.
0: Yeah, that's so I so guess it's I.
1: really in your face, a bit offensive, really gory. I mean, crazy, it's a puppet master yeah. film, so what do you expect?
0: It's crazy to think that the, the, the guy who wrote uh,
1: Bone Tomahawk is responsible for it. Right. Um yeah, Most so major. yeah, so I mean Puppet Master Prepare yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm guessing. I, I I don't know what else to say. If you Okay, listener. If you like Puppet Master movies, then see this. Yeah. If you don't like Puppet Master movies, this is probably a few times where I'm just gonna say don't don't come. Just don't come. You're not gonna like it. Yeah. Um but if you do Uh, I promise it'll give you everything you want from Hookmaster movie uh, and more. And um, we don't know everybody who's going to be there, but we are told there's going to be a lot of the cast and crew there. Cool. So you know you'll get more. I mean, it's part of a film festival. Right. One of the things you should expect from a film festival is that we we bring out the the makers of these things because we want to. It's a festival of for their work. Uh, Is is, uh, Joel Petrikas
0: coming out by any chance? Because I know he's. He's a guy from from Grand Rapids, yeah. and, and I know you know. We I can't say anything on that.
1: I'm sorry, yeah. I have no idea if he's available. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yes, we because I'm new, a fan. Of, I'm a fan film.
0: of um, oh wow
1: Buzzard. Yes, thank you. Yeah yeah yeah. We've got his new film called Relaxer. Very if cool. you liked Buzzard, you will really 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 like Relaxer.
0: I well. I, I don't doubt. It. Um, I'm excited for his. It's the, latest. the
1: craziest survival film on a couch you've ever seen. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's weird (laughs) Uh, A couple more that you want to highlight? Just the right amount of weird Oh, for me? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. of course I want to highlight Closing Night Killer Clowns from Out of Space Oh my god 30th anniversary Something happened You see that? Something Different It's shooting star Why here? Why now? Why, clowns? They've been knocking him dead all over the universe. What
0: are you gonna do? Knock my block
1: off? Soon they'll be doing it at a theater near you. Kyoto brothers are gonna be there it's gonna be amazing we're gonna have a weird clown party afterwards <laughs> i i don't know the details but i'm working on creating a clown party and um yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be the shit i promise um and then another thing that i'm very excited about would be da, 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 i mean there's so i know much there's, it's hard to Sorry. get through it
0: all in one in
1: one sitting. um oh heavy trip Super excited for Heavy Trip. If you like metal, black metal, or just heavy metal in general, um, this is a Finnish black metal comedy uh, about people in rural Finland who create a, uh, a metal bag called Impaled Rectum. Uh, and do all sorts of silly things to get into a black metal festival, and it and the story is very metal, um, and it's just it's just the most surprising, fun film you're gonna you're gonna see if you if you like that type of stuff. Um, so heavy trip it plays Friday night, and it plays again on Wednesday afternoon. It's one of those films that I love, and I hope you will take a chance on it because it's it's definitely worth your time, um, and it's a little surprise. Um, I mean, I, other than that, I would say. Listeners, please take 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 your time through the through the lineup and 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 see if there's anything you really like and 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 tweet at us or or hit us up on on social, you know, be yeah. like, hey, I'm super excited about this or want to know if somebody's coming for that. Because I mean that's what all festivals are about. I mean, a lot of people what they like to do is they like to buy a badge. Please sometimes, do for this event. My yeah. goodness. There's yeah. so and much to look forward to. And sometimes depending on your availability, right. you right. only buy a weekend badge or you buy the full week badge because you want to be around more often. And then basically you just come and go as you please. I mean yeah. you can hang out. And the nice thing about the music box is if you've never been here is we have this lounge Mm -hmm. that you can just basically hang out in in between movies or get food and have lunch or dinner or whatever or sit Uh, down
0: and interview Larry
1: Cohen like I did last last year which was a delight and not just that like other folks other like like customers were just hanging out with the talent Right? right, the it's talent tackling. were yeah. like hanging out in the lounge, drinking, mm-hmm. right, and just hang and just having fun. And then the t- and all the customers were like, "Oh, I just saw your movie Snowflake, or I just saw this right. other movie, uh, Low Life. You were amazing. Let's talk about it." And then before you know it, you're just having a normal conversation, normal, whatever, <laughs> uh, with the filmmaker that you a movie you just saw. And it's not one of those like I'm in the audience asking the question. No, it's a way it's way more intimate than that. Yes, yeah. I mean that's what I uh, that's kind of what I wanted to create is like this kind of community beyond. On the theater so that the lounge really allows that to happen i think people are going to enjoy uh if you can come out and hang out for the day or for the weekend of the week um you get all that access
0: yeah it was great to talk to adam wingard for a few minutes because i was just like man the guest, that is just like the perfect movie that i was renting as a kid you know so uh let's wrap it up ryan yeah uh, you know I, i'm again i'm really grateful for all the hard work that you do here and curating these amazing festivals. It gives me something to look forward to nearly, I don't know, every month, practically. There's something amazing going on at the Music Box. Thank you. And, you know, not only just being a member of the Chicago um, you know, Film Critics Association now, it really is, you know, the place to go to to see older films and to have a great experience. And, of course, 35 millimeters, 70 millimeters. 16 millimeters. So 16 millimeters. All, all that here is just... Yeah, I, I sometimes I, I, I before I sit down to see something like two thousand one on the big screen, I still get goosebumps, even though I've seen this movie a dozen times, right? So thanks so much, Ryan. Yeah. I really appreciate your um, time.
1: Thank you for having me. I yeah. just want to shout out to all the programmers who help with the Music Box. Absolutely, I'm, not the only one. I just, I'm on. I'm on all the programming committees, and I just want to give a shout out to all the folks and, and Josh, our Art- artistic director of the Music Podcast. Yes, yeah. Josh, Fest, thank and you all, for all your programmers too. Um, You know, we it's a it's a it's a collective effort to bring Chicago yeah. some of the best films and some of the best cinema. Cinema. Um, I just get to be lucky enough to steer the ship. Um, and
0: I'm lucky enough to be there for it to cheer you
1: on and uh, see some you. great work. Thank you. And I. And thank you for having me on this podcast. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm I'm very appreciative of being able to talk to you, getting to know you a little bit more in person Second. and get to talk to your listeners. Um, I'll be curious to see what you guys out there are interested in um, and just kind of follow up on your comments and everything because I'm, I'm just really excited to celebrate with all of you for this festival. And maybe I'll meet you at other times at the, at the theater because I'm here kind of a lot. Well, I'm looking forward to it And we'll be in touch as well Thanks again, Ryan, for being on the show Alright, thank Thanks. you Bye. Thank
0: you to Stephanie, Ryan And the amazing hardworking crew Over at the Music Box Theater As well as Josh Goldbloom For curating an amazing festival um, Please visit VoicesVisions.net As well as the Now Playing Network At NowPlayingNetwork.net As well as DirectorsClubPodcast.com
1: Victimize you sure in bed. Stumble out Self-star environment made you smile.